Hello and welcome to the first episode of NFL Talk. And today we're going to be reviewing the Tampa Buccaneers off-season and pre-season and how they're looking for the start of this year. So we'll get straight into it. We'll start with free agency. So the Bucks signed some key players back in the likes of Peyton Barber, who I believe is a very mediocre back. Cairo uh, Santos, the kicker, even though we have a kicking situation now, as there's kicker Matt Gay, who we drafted, who looks very good. Ryan Griffin, a third-string QB, who isn't costing a lot at all. Devante Bond, a linebacker that is not really important. Donovan Smith, our starting left tackle, who is very mediocre, but um, he's, a good, he's a good person to keep back. Kevin Minter, the linebacker, is just purely for depth purposes, but he's very good and on a cheap contract. Rashad Perryman, who's on a very low contract. And um, Rashad Perryman um, didn't exactly fire in Cleveland, but made some big plays. So it's whether we can get him going on that and whether Bruce Arians can get this Buccaneers offense rolling. Rashad Perryman could be a key factor to that. Dion Buchanan, the outside linebacker from Arizona, has not had a very good start to his career, but he has been impactful at times. And if Todd Bowles gets him in the right scheme, I reckon he could be very good and he was very high draft when he came out. We re-signed Bradley Pinion, which doesn't really matter. He's a punter, he's a very good punter. It's not really much to talk about. Shaquille Barrett, as we're now going into a 3-4 scheme with outside linebackers, I could I could imagine Shaquille Barrett doing very good in his system coming off the edge. Did just get a sack in pre-season, which is very good. Earl Watford, which doesn't really mean much. Blaine Gabbert, who's a good backup, but he's never been good enough to be a starter. But he's a great backup. And Ndamukong Sue which is a good player when you get his mindset right, but we'll discuss him and Gerald McCoy's situation afterwards. So, the second part of the off-season is the draft. So, we're not many big free agents. Dion Buchanan, if you can get him going. Rashad Perryman's all right at times. Um, and, yeah, Peyton Barber was a big resign, but hopefully we can get Ronald Jones going. And Shaquille Barrett, if he can contribute sometimes. So, the draft. The draft, we picked number five overall. And giving the circumstances, I'm glad we picked Devin White. Um, we're moving now to the 3-4. And now Levante, David and Devin White are going to set up a solid car as Quan Alexander left. Departed to the 49ers. And um, now that's happened, um, Devin White can be a light for light replacement. A bit quicker, Reeves a bit better. He's just an upgrade, I believe, if we can get him obviously in the right mindset. In the second round, we traded back our second round pick. Actually, let's go back to the start. Right. Devin White. So, number one overall was Kyler Murray. Very controversial. We have to wait and see how that pans out. 
Um, and now, the second overall was Nick Bosa, who everyone thought could be the best player in the draft. Him and Quinn Williams were on similar levels. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, number four in the draft was Cleon Ferrell, which was a... Um, it was a controversial pick by John Gruden and his Raiders. Um, obviously, the ex-Buccaneers um, head coach. A very controversial pick. No one expected it. Everyone expected Josh Allen, I believe, at that pick. But he stayed till seventh. So in the first round, we picked Devin White. And I think we didn't add the theme of best player available. We went for people who are going to fit our scheme, which is good. So we picked Devin White, even though I think best player overall would would have been Josh Allen, the edge out of Kentucky. But he only had one year of um, production, as Devin White had a solid few years at LSU. So then moving into the second round, I'd have liked us to see, for us to keep our pick and maybe draft Greedy Williams, who was there. But that is, um, I think we did a smart thing now. But on draft day, didn't think so. So Sean, because he's not a Buccaneers kind of character, it wouldn't fit in if that makes sense. So Sean Murphy Bunting, everyone thinks... He's a top five corner in this class. It can easily make it. And um, it's no big deal, really. Um, Sean Murphy Bunting, very solid. And um, very solid in college. Big production. I think there's a stat that he didn't allow a touchdown on him the whole of the 2018 college season, which is very good. Then we drafted corner... Jamel Dean, who I believe was out of Auburn. Um, <coughs> excuse me again. Um, Jamel Dean out of Auburn. Jamel Dean also classed as a top five corner, so two top five corners. And it was just a very smart point. Talk about Kentucky. Mike Edwards, a guy that came from Kentucky, is a proven playmaker, is what Mel Kuyper said. He's a team leader, which is something we definitely needed on this Buccaneers defence. Basically, that was a good third-round pick and two great second-round picks. Then we drafted the Iowa State Edge. Um... Anthony Nelson, who he's got a good quickness and a play motor that keeps humming, but it's just about whether his talent's there. I'm not really sure how good he is actually going to be. I'm sure he'll be going to set special teams, and will provide a good thing, uh, and will provide good depth. I'm not sure he'll get into the squad. Then Matt Gear, the kicker out of Utah. He's a thick set, thick set boy, and he's got a massive leg. Um, 
we also signed Cairo Santos, and you know the books aren't the best with kickers, so um, yeah, it's I'm not really sure. Matt Gates is the one for the future. Cairo Santos was good last year, and the books are never good with kickers, so we'll see how that goes. Now, the speedy ride out of Bowling Green was Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller is a slot receiver. He's got track speed, and he's got the separate to blow the top off. He's got he's got the ability to separate and blow the top off any any defense, which is good to have. But again, I'm not really sure whether he'll get in. But I reckon he could be a key slot guy with the departure of Adam Humphreys, which was a big loss for the Bucks in my opinion. Then in the fifth round, defensive tackle. Terry Beckner. Beckner's ability and football instincts can take over in spurts, Lance Zerline. So if we channel that, be great. But I doubt he'll ever get on the field, which I cannot say is a really bad thing. Now we're going to move on to different people and different kind of position groups. So first, we're going to talk about Jameis. Obviously, coming off of his worst year in the league, um, which is bad, but he's also got the best coach he'll ever, he'll ever have. So, if Bruce Arians cannot do nothing with him, um, nobody can, if you understand. So, Ali, um, so Jameis, I think they did a good thing. By letting Fitzpatrick go, because that had, that could have been playing on Jameis's mind a bit. And when Fitzpatrick goes, it makes James know that he's QB1, he is the guy. And I know the sign Blaine Gabbert, but he's no competition, nothing for the future. So I'm glad that James has done this, and but I do not think we have the depth like we did it last year at QB. But they were both very mediocre last year. Fitzmagic was great in spurts, but. It's not very good um, for the long haul. And I think the Dolphins will find this out this year. So, um, another position group that I think needs to step up is um, the um, running backs. Sorry about that. The running backs, we've got three, well, we had three solid running backs. We had Ronald Jones, the rookie last year, now coming into his second year from USC. Peyton Barber out of Auburn and Jaquiz Rogers. It was all solid backs, but never a, a, um, a franchise back. So then, the off-season came, we let... Rogers go, but we kept Ronald Jones, the young, um, the young running back, and Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber was very good at points, but I just couldn't really show it. And Ronald Jones is looking to bounce back after he missed quite a few games last year, and was not very good in general. The Wide receiver corps has taken a hit with Adam Humphreys leaving. 
Djax leaving. So, my opinion on it is, I think we should have tried to keep Adam Humphreys a bit better. But Djax was kind of, it's not as big, but like a kind of an A-B situation. I just don't think he ever gelled in Tampa, which is fine by me. He's gone to join his old team, the Eagles. He'll probably will be lots better for them. Um, the tight end, OJ Howard, we're expecting a big year from him because we drafted him 19th overall, I believe. Um, last, Not last year's draft, the year before, um, with high expectations. Um, and then... Um, he just didn't really prove, prove. He's had some big plays, big plays, but then it's not. It's not just about the big plays, if you understand. It's about being consistent, being a top wide out, um, and that's good. The O line, obviously, we don't have a very good O line, and I feel like we didn't address that enough in free agency. So, if we could go over the free agency again, we didn't draft a single... um, No, we didn't sign a single um, offensive lineman. But we did retain Donovan Smith, which was key. But, you know, it happens. Now, moving on to the defence... Um, we're moving to a different scheme under Todd Bowles this year. And um, now, un- in that new scheme, it basically allows us to have two middle linebackers, two edge, well, two outside linebackers that will be rushing often, and then three interior linemen. Um how I see us setting up, I see us Damakonsu on the right, um Vietvere in the middle and the um Jason Pierre Paul on the left. But we'll address this now. Um the D line situation I'm not sure the decision was right to let McCoy go. I know he had a big contract and McCoy is a legend in Tampa as he's been the only good player for quite a few years but um, yeah I'm not saying Demacon is worse but I do think he kind of fits more in what we're trying to do in Tampa which is aggressive go after the ball which I think is good but the way we handled McCoy leaving and the Buccaneers didn't really put a statement out about it, which was weird. Um, they did let a little goodbye Gerald thing off, but it did not, like, kind of recognise what he'd done. So, moving back, we'll go to the linebackers. The linebackers probably our most improved position. And I wouldn't say it was the most needed to improve. We got 
Dion Buchanan and Devin White, which are two big players. Dion Buchanan obviously going to be playing more outside linebacker. But Devin White's LSU film is utterly outstanding. He's um he's a sideline to sideline type of guy, and he's got amazing um play recognition. Great shooting the gap, and I think he'll be great for this defense. Levante David obviously coming back. He's one of one of our biggest defenders, um, and now he's got that kind of partner, which he had in Quan Alexander. But Quan Alexander was obviously injured last season, and I didn't feel the need in bringing him back. Um, so now on to DBs. Vernon Hargreaves is after a big year after drafting him three years ago. I think it is now. Um, the cornerback out of Florida. I just don't think he's ever really lived up to the hype that he came out of. But he's now got some solid people to work with. He's got Sean Murphy Bunting, Jamel Dean. And um, he's now got some sort of support instead of being that guy all the time. <coughs> and there's not much expectation on him now, so I think he might perform this year. And he's been performing up. He's been performing in camp. Um, moving back to safeties. Um, Mike Edwards, obviously a safety out of Kentucky. He's a very good kind of um, guy to have in there. A born leader, athletic. He's brilliant. MJ Stewart moving back. I think he's good for the team. It helping the squad, and I think he's done. He's done a good thing there because he's a true athlete. So. Then, moving, Justin Evans, set for a big year, he's made some big plays, and I think he's one of the most solid parts of our defence, never really given the credit though. So, I think the Buccaneers this year will go 7-9 and nine under Bruce Arians. I think they'll sign back Jameis Winston after a big year, and they'll name him our franchise quarterback for the future, as there's a big thing. Um... I can see Sean Bunting maybe winning defensive MVP. No, no, not MVP. Defensive Rookie of the Year. And, yeah, I can just see a great year for the Buccaneers. I know 7-9 doesn't seem great. We've got a tough schedule, game in London, and one of the toughest division. Well, I think it's the toughest division in the NFC. So, that's the end. That concludes this. Um... I hope you have a good day and stay tuned because we'll be doing these in alphabetical order after this. So, see you later.